0: Hey, Double Shifters, it's Katherine. I'm back with another audio newsletter that I'm offering to Double Shift podcast listeners for free this week. These newsletters are read by me weekly, and they are full of the ideas and thinking you love about the show. In the written and audio newsletter, you can expect groundbreaking ideas and solutions journalism about how we care for our families, our communities, and how to transform our society to center care. And from our amazing Shift member community over on Substack, you can also expect to find community around motherhood, equal partnership, and building a world that cares. I'm offering a 30-day free trial to Shift podcast listeners for an entire month to check out the audio newsletter for free and experience all of the other member benefits. In addition to audio newsletters, you also get members-only threads, virtual monthly hangouts, and more. You can redeem this free trial by going to thedoubleshift.substack.com listeners. That's thedoubleshift.substack.com listeners. We'll also put a link in the show notes so you can click on it there. So I will now jump into reading the audio newsletter, which I'm offering to everyone for free today, and you can then enjoy this bonus perk as part of your membership weekly when you become a paid member. Let's jump right in. This is the February 28th newsletter, the 2024 candidate that fills me with hope. I would love your policy insight. I filed on Friday to run for state Senate. I want to run on a working mom's platform. This text message that I received back in December took my breath away. It was from a new friend of mine, Sophia Chitlick. We'd only recently met in person about a month before, but we had lots of friends in common, and my twins and her son go to the same preschool. I spent the last year working on a major report about transforming care in America, with one of my focuses being on how to make care a central issue in our politics. So I was beyond intrigued to find out more about what Sophia was planning as she launched a Democratic primary challenge for state senate seat in my very own district of Durham, North Carolina. The following weekend, Sophia came over to my house and set up a laptop at my kitchen table. I offered her tea and leftover birthday cake, and she took notes while we talked policy, and I chopped vegetables for dinner. I know I'm a serious underdog here, she admitted as we settled. She's a 34-year-old mom with a toddler currently working in the private sector without a major public-facing footprint in Durham politics, challenging an incumbent who's held the seat for 20 years. As she sat in my kitchen, she had less than four months to make her case to Durham voters before the March 5th primary election. Merely being a mom is not enough to get me amped about a candidate, as not all mom politicians are progressive visionaries. What excites me the most about Sophia is that she's promoting a platform we need candidates from across the country to try out. She's running on care. Her message centers on what she's coined the three C's of care, caring for children, caring for caregivers, and caring for our community. Within that, she has policy priorities around preschool access and funding public schools, reproductive rights and maternal health, affordable housing, and the environment, but she frames them all as rolling up into a big vision of caring for people. I was anticipating my 2024 political mood to be mostly white-knuckle dread, and Sophia's campaign is giving me an exotic feeling of political enthusiasm, hope, and joy. It's downright unexpected. Her campaign introduction video makes me a little teary every time I watch it and we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Looking beyond Durham, her campaign may be a bellwether for several large-scale efforts to make CARE a top election issue in 2024. The campaign for a family-friendly economy is spending $40 million in six states to elect Democratic House and Senate candidates, along with President Biden, who support policies like affordable child and elder care, along with paid family leave. Other groups that are making Big pushes around care include Moms Rising and Care Can't Wait Action, which is a new coalition of unions and advocacy groups that are aiming to spend 50 million this election cycle. This essay is not meant to be an objective analysis of Sophia's candidacy and campaign. I have donated, advised, volunteered for her, and early voted for her already. While I'm personally and professionally thrilled about her platform, What's most exciting to me is how I see it resonating with other people, especially other moms. Her primary is during a fairly sleepy non-November election cycle without a lot of competitive races, so many voters aren't super turned into who's on the ballot. That's why I was floored at the enthusiasm at a Moms for Sophia brunch I co-hosted where over 70 moms showed up to hear about her campaign on a Sunday morning, Far exceeding our turnout expectations. There was coffee, snacks, and a gaggle of teenage babysitters, along with a well stocked kids' area. I'd never been invited to a political event that offered childcare at a family friendly time, and when I saw who was able to participate and learn about Sophia because of it, it felt like both a breath of fresh air and a little maddening. Why should this be novel? Why shouldn't we expect our candidates for office to invite families into their campaigns and provide infrastructure and accommodation to participate? What campaigns typically look like and what issues take center stage is a direct reflection of the candidates themselves. The reality is that it's tough to get moms like Sophia to run for office. Women are much less likely than men to even consider running, And I mean, can you blame them? We are living in an era of intense political polarization, and women in the public eye often face a barrage of criticism, forcing them to walk a gender tightrope their male counterparts never face. There are even more barriers to moms with young children raising their hand for the job, something I think about often since making one of the first episodes of the Double Shift podcast, which I featured Ashton Clemens, the mom of three little kids running for the NC State House in 2018. I am pleased to report that Ashton is still in office, fighting the good fight on childcare and reproductive rights. Positions in state and local governments often have erratic schedules and require long hours, time away from home, and meager pay. Basically, they were designed to fit the lifestyle of men who are financially successful with no caregiving responsibilities. It explains a lot about who ends up with political power in this country. North Carolina lawmakers are some of the lowest paid in the nation, earning under $14,000 a year. While being a legislator is technically a part-time job, far more goes into it than just the few months the legislature is in session. Currently, only 27% of North Carolina state house representatives are women, and only 37% of state senators are women. Only a small handful of those women in either chamber are mothers of young children. At the Moms for Sophia event, I was asked to give a short speech to encourage people to sign up to Canvas. Standing on a stack of Nugget children's sofas as a makeshift stage, I started by thanking the host who'd offered her home for the event and the babysitters who were watching the kids. The revolution will have childcare, I said with a smile, and the crowd cheered. Sophia's election is in six days, and it's anyone's guess who will win. She has garnered a lot of grassroots enthusiasm, but she's still definitely an underdog and has split influential endorsements with her opponent. It could come down to a few hundred votes, but the winner of the Democratic primary is virtually guaranteed to go on to win the general election in our deep blue district. You know who I'm rooting for, but regardless of the outcome, I see Sophia's campaign as a meaningful seed of change. It showcases that people, and especially the powerful electorate of moms, can be politically inspired when a candidate puts care at the center of our politics. This gives me a meaningful blossom of hope in an election year that generally fills me with dread. I'll let you know what happens next week. So I'm asking over on Substack. What do you think of the idea of candidates and politicians putting care at the center of their platforms? Does this resonate with you? I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments. I am loving the Substack community, and I hope you are too. In honor of joining the platform, I'll be doing a reoccurring recommendation series to share some of my favorite newsletters on the platform. If you love the double shift, I think you will also love Therapy Takeaway. Dr. Pooja Lakshman, who is the author of the wonderful book, Real Self-Care, has a newsletter that tackles fascinating systemic issues moms in particular face, but brings her unique perspective as a reproductive psychiatrist to offer concrete and insightful solutions. I loved her recent post, How to Make Hanging Out Happen, which gives helpful framing on how and why we feel like we never have time for unstructured connection with people, and she also offers great ideas for creating more hangout space in your life. I think you will also love Platonic Love Letter. I recently discovered the work of Elisa Sear and Asia Frost and their wonderful newsletter devoted to friendship. I'm particularly taken with their eight-week training program for friendship, which they describe as Running Club meets Support Group for Friendship with prompts, action items, and robust discussions in the comment threads. Based on conversations I've had with double shifters over the years, building meaningful friendships is top of mind for many of you. So definitely check out and subscribe to Platonic Love Letter. Thank you so much for listening to this week's audio newsletter. If you want weekly audio newsletters from me, don't forget to go to thedoubleshift.substack.com listeners to sign up for a free 30-day trial. That's thedoubleshift.substack.com listeners. Thanks for being part of The Double Shift.